Hi everyone, hello dads, and welcome to another episode of Six Pack Dad Live. Coming to you live here from Melbourne, Australia. It's Saturday morning here. It's a beautiful autumn or fall, as you Americans say, morning here. And I'm going to be telling you about my story, my life story regarding my training and my fitness journey and, and how I became um, to be Six Pack Dad, uh, as you all know me. So if you don't know me, I'm a weight loss and health coach. Um, for dads known as Six Pack Dad and I'm author of the Ditch the Dad Fat book which I released recently reveals my seven steps on how to lose that dad fat without exercise strict diets or magic pills and you can um, you can download that you can check it out on Amazon it's there for you to go and have a look as well also the founder of this weight loss for dads tribe those that are watching through the tribe live good morning or good afternoon or good evening wherever you're from and if you're listening to the podcast, the Ditch the Dad Fat podcast, you can listen to that, guys. Um, welcome as well. Thank you for listening. G'day, Bill Attar, if you're listening as well, mate. Thank you for being a regular listener to my podcast. If you are, it's your first time on the podcast, can you just hit subscribe for me? And that way you can keep watching or listening to the future episodes. I release one every week for you guys to help you guys uh, on your journey with your weight loss as a dad to make you healthier and happier for yourself and your family as well. If you're watching on the, on the Facebook live, just type in live for me, please. And if you're watching the replay as well, guys, love to know if you're watching the replay, just type in replay, all right? And welcome to all the new tribe members as well. If you're a new tribe member, there's always an influx of new tribe members. We've had a few from South Africa. So if you're a South African, give us a wave. Um, where yeah, everyone's welcome from all over the world. So that's a great thing about having uh, internet, I guess, and um, on this online presence. Regardless of what's happening around the world, we still get to get, get together through technology and just share our knowledge and just to be a community together. And that's what I'm trying to do with this tribe, be a community of dads that are just trying to look better, feel better about themselves, trying to lose that weight and just be healthier for their family and for themselves and to live a longer and happier life. And that's what I, I, I teach in my program, my Ditch the Dad Fat program, which is a six-week program to do exactly that, to help, help the dads lose that gut finally, get healthy habits so that they don't have to worry about losing fat again. They don't have to worry so much about their health and how long they've got to live because we're going to maximize the length of their life by getting those healthy habits in place and they don't have to worry about, about all the health issues that they could face because of that extra weight. Because guys, it's true. Carrying that extra weight does have a negative impact on your body, whether you know it or not. It does. And it actually shortens your life. It makes you more lethargic during the day. It just takes a, it takes a toll on your body. So I want to help you guys to try and lose that fat, get healthy, get happy. And uh, if that's something that you're interested in, I offer free breakthrough calls at the moment. I've got a few slots every week. You can make, make a booking with me. We'll have a chat about it and see if you're the right fit for the program. If not, I can show you what the next steps are for you. All right. And I've actually got two tests. I'm running a test group now through my, I've got a new app. It's a six pack dad app. And I need two more um, test participants all right, in that group. I needed five to start off with. We've got three so far. I needed two more. And, um, if you're able to fill those two spots in, 
you actually get a significant discount on the program, all right? So I want you guys to take advantage of that offer. If you're considering it, now's the time to do it if you want to get a big discount on the program, all right? So last week, we had uh, our guest nutritional advisor, Patrick Bajaya, who talked about muscle and fat loss and how you can lose fat in your sleep. How did you find that? Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, if you didn't watch it, on the, there's always a replay in our, in our tribe. Or if you didn't hear it, you can listen to it on the podcast from the previous episode. All right. So I hope you've all had a great week. Um, I've had another busy week as always. And um, this weekend, just looking to relax a little bit. I've actually got a brisket, a, a beef brisket on the smoker right now. I got up a bit early because it takes about 12 hours to cook. And I've got a couple of families from my church coming over tonight. They always look forward to my smoked meats. Um, and this time I'm actually going to, haven't done this for a while. Who's heard of jalapeno poppers? Yeah. Well, um, I haven't done them for a couple of years and I'm going to actually do them this time. It takes a while to do, to get it all down. It takes about an hour just to get them ready. But they're so good. They're one of the, my, my favorite snacks. So I'll be putting them on. And yes, you can eat jalapeno poppers as part of your treat meal. All right. And that's what I teach in my program. So guys, the six pack dad story. I'm going to tell you about me and how, how it all started. Um, and the way you get to know me a bit more and get to learn from my journey as well, guys. It's not just for me to talk about myself. It's not something I really like to do, but but people do like me to open up a bit and they, they actually like um, to learn from my experience because they see me the way I am with my figure. And I'm a dad. I'm a dad of three kids, okay? I have a very busy lifestyle, yet I still manage to look after myself, my body, and, and look good as well, Okay. And it makes me feel confident. So uh, I'm 41 years old from Melbourne, Australia. I'm, I'm happily married. She's happy. I'm married. <laughs> I actually used that joke uh, during my wedding speech. I copped a bit of slack for that. Three kids, three beautiful, healthy kids. Thank you. Thank you to the Lord for providing me with them. Um, three-year-old daughter. Oh, I'm getting the ages confused three-year-old daughter a seven-year-old daughter and a nine-year-old son all right and uh yeah so i run a very busy household but still managed to get some training in and my training my my love for training weight training particularly because i hate cardio i find it very boring is um i started when i was about 16 years of age okay um we had a gym set at home and i would be very inconsistent i would just jump on the the gym set maybe every school holidays and just just try and get build some muscle and I think you know the goal was just to just to look good you know that, that was the goal at the time to get to build some more muscle um, and I wasn't a very athletic person when I was a teenager I was always last in in the races and the running races I was never never got picked in the team sports um, you know, I, I tried my hand at a few sports, but I was never really good at it. I was never athletic. And my father, um, coming, he came. He was from Syria, so he was the first generation Syrian here in Australia. And they, they want their culture wasn't about sport. It was just about work ethic, look after the family, 
um, and, and that was pretty much it. And so I was never taught um, how to play sports, never encouraged to play sports. So I was on my own in that regard. And that's why I'm like, I've been missing out all these years. I want to do something athletic. I want to, I want to have an athletic achievement, you know, um, something that I can, I can excel at. And that's when I stepped into serious weight training or serious bodybuilding. At the age of 18, I, um, I started a university. I started doing a university degree called Bachelor of Applied Science in Human Movement at Victoria University. And that was like a, a sort of sports, fitness and health general um, degree that I was doing. And when I went to that uni, um, there was actually a couple of other guys in my class that were bodybuilders. And so I, got in, I became friends with them and um, one of them actually met me at the gym and started teaching me how to do the exercises, how to train, um, but they didn't teach me how to eat. <laughs> um, so the first year, I was, wasn't eating properly and I really missed out on a lot of the good results that I could have got. But then um, I found someone else that helped me how to eat, teach me how to eat properly. And then I became really serious with it. I became really good at it. I was getting good results, and um, within my first year, I was encouraged by my friend to to compete as a bodybuilder, um, and so I decided to to take the step and and compete, and um, went on stage at the IMBA um, Victorian show as a teenager, and I came second in Victoria, and third in Australia. And so that encouraged me to keep going and keep going. And I ended up doing 10 competitions, 10 shows, all right, between 1999 and 2004. Uh, as you can see, I've got my fellow trophies here, my fellow friend, Dorian. Say hello to Dorian. Who knows who Dorian is? Type in yes if you know who he is. Dorian is Dorian Yates. He is Mr. Olympia from the 90s, and he won, I think, seven in a row, six or seven, and he's actually from the UK, and then Ronnie Coleman took over from him, so that's one of my trophies. That's my Victorian trophy, and that's another Victorian one. My Australian one's in the trophy cabinet. It's the first time I've pulled them out for a while. So, so if you're listening to the podcast, I just got a, a, a gold figure of Dorian Yates, which was one of the trophies bit like the Oscars. <laughs> um, so yeah, and so I ended up winning about, I think it was five or six Victorian titles. And then I, I won the Australian title in 2004. And that was my goal. That was my, my, my end goal was to win the Australian title. And um, the re- I ended up stopping after that because it was six years of intense training and it was taking its toll on my body. And I, I really wanted to look after my health and my body as a priority. I want it to be able to last, my body to last a long time, right? Because if I was going to keep pushing myself, my joints were going to keep getting sore, and I could have injured myself for the long term. So I just put a, put an end to the serious peak training, okay, intense bodybuilding training, and I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to maintain it. I've achieved my goal, and maintain it, and that's what I did, and that's what I did, and I was so happy with the achievement I made over those six years. Because I, I fought really hard to, to perfect my body as much as I could, 
You know, every time I went in that gym, I pushed really hard, and I just my 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 goal was to win the Australian title, and I was relentless for that. But the there was there was an underlying factor behind all that as well. You know how I said about how I never had athletic achievements or sporting achievements. I was always last. This was a breakthrough in my life. It was it was so amazing. It really helped my confidence. Um, I got so much respect from it because when you win, win, win these achievements, people know how hard you work for it. People know how hard the dieting is and how hard the training is and how disciplined you have to be. And you know what? That just didn't, uh, didn't help me with my physique. It helped me in all areas of my life because whenever I walked around, when people see you, they know immediately you get instant respect because of the discipline they know you go through. They know you're the real deal in terms of that. And so even, even in your workplace, they know this guy's disciplined because they can see you're not like everyone else and that takes hard work. And that really gave me a lot of confidence, uh, a lot of self-respect, okay? And that's why I really push for you guys to try and make yourselves, you know, be proud of yourselves, how you look. Do something about that gut. Right? Not just for yourself, but for your kids and for your family and for when you go out socializing or when you go out to work, you can feel good about yourself. You can feel confident and get that instant respect. And that's what I want for you guys. But there was also the factor that I was bullied when I was in school, so primary and high school, because at the time, there weren't a lot of other races in Australia. Um... And because I was a Middle Eastern, um, they tend to call me, what they call is here in Australia is WOG. <laughs> um, WOG, so they, I'd get teased because I was, I was Middle Eastern um, in a more of a Caucasian society. And so, you know, that really, really hurt my confidence and my self-respect. And so bodybuilding really pushed me through all that and actually got, got a lot more respect, even from the people that used to bully me. Once they saw me out of school and what I'm, my, I'm achieving, they actually found a new respect for me. And I'm sure deep inside, they were probably feeling bad about themselves and probably scared that I was going to beat them up. <laughs> um, so yeah, and so when I finished my uni degree, um, I ended up doing a few, few different roles in the fitness industry. I did personal training. I did, um, I managed the gym. And just some um, odd coaching here and there, offline coaching, so in-person coaching, um, and then, and then that's why I decided to go online coaching recently. Is that I can affect, I can influence some more dads and impact more people as well. And just going back to the competition, sorry, I'm a bit disjointed today. Sorry. Um, in 2004, when I when I when I did the Australian show, uh, I was faced with a a really really bad tragedy in my life probably the worst it is the worst tragedy that's happened in my life in 2004 when I when I just started preparing for the show because it takes about 12 weeks to prepare for a show to start dieting okay um, my brother who was 29 at the time um, ended up committing suicide and um, that was a really tough moment in my life so <clears throat> I had a really close relationship with him 
And it was a really tough time because I was faced with a dilemma of should I continue to compete to prepare for this show or should I just let it go? Um, and I thought, you know, what's the point in giving up? What, what's the point in me not doing it? Um, and it was a way for me to uh, look at distraction as well. Because if I wasn't going to do it, then I'd probably be more focused on, on the tragedy at hand, which was the loss of my brother um, and all the trauma that went with it, with myself and my family. Um, and so the fact that I won that Australian title was quite bliss. Um, and I did dedicate that to him. Um, yeah, so so that was that was a even more of a a rewarding experience when I won that Australian title. Um, and that's also why you know I have that passion to help men as well, not just with their their physical health, which is my specialty, but their mental health as well, because uh, your mental health and your physical health is intertwined. If you're not mentally mentally well, then you, your motivation to exercise or to do anything um, is a lot less, a lot lower. Um, and when you're physically well, when you're healthy, when you exercise, and when you eat right, it really helps boost your mental health. And that's why you know, I really push for your physical health. It really does affect you, your hormones, your moods, everything. They say you know, exercise is the best medicine. I think exercise, I think sleep is as well, and your nutrition. Um, so once, once I finished, um, when I finished competing, I still wanted to be involved in the bodybuilding industry somehow without all the hard work. Um, and so what I ended up doing in 2006, so two years later, ended up becoming a judge, a bodybuilding judge for the same federation that I competed in. And then I've been doing that ever since. And I end up becoming the Victorian head judge. So that's the, that's the state that I live in, Victorian head judge. And um, been doing shows, about five shows a year, where I lead a team of judges. I train them up as well and get them to the standard that I, that I want them to be. And I've probably judged over 5,000 competitors, if not more, since then. Um, and now I've also been um, recognized as the Australian head judge. And also an international judge because I've I've judged about three years ago an international bodybuilding show. It's not just bodybuilding anymore; it used to be, but now it's more about the fitness models, physique model, physique models, men and women, um, and bikini models as well. And yes, I do get to judge the bikini models, much to my wife's despise, <laughs> but I do keep it professional. Yeah, so guys, that's that's mainly my story, um, and so yeah, I've sort of transitioned from offline coaching and training to online now, so I can reach more guys. And it was not wasn't just because of COVID; it's just I can I can do this, you know, um, from home and just reach out to the whole world to and reach my mission, which is three thousand dads. I want to help at least three thousand dads, okay, in the next couple of years, to help them r- take control of their health. You know, and lose that gut, be happy with the way they look, the way they feel, and so that they can look after their families as well. They can be the best father that they can be for their family. That's what we need. We need, we need, more, we need better fathers. We need stronger fathers out there. And if they're not looking after their body, then that really says something about them. All right? 
Now, six pack, let's talk about my six pack. Yes, I have had a six pack over the last 20 years. Um, and I would attribute that to obviously doing exercise with my sit-ups, okay? But that's not just the main thing. We all have six packs. Did you know we all have six packs? You have a six pack. You listening, yes. You have a six pack. Okay, it's just hidden by fat. And so the only way to see that six pack is by getting rid of the fat on your stomach. All right, and it doesn't just have to be through exercise. It's mainly done through your diet and your habits. And that's why I teach in my program the healthy habits, the steps it takes to try and lose that fat forever. Okay? And so I've been able to maintain it through that system that I, that I teach to the guys in the program so that they can do it. If I've been doing it for 20 years with three kids and all these different commitments and roadblocks and change of circumstances over 20 years, then so can you. If I can do it in a few hours a week, then so can you. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. So there's no real excuse. All right, so... Lastly, the three things, the three things that have helped me, helped motivate me, helped me keep going and keep maintaining my physique over the last 20 plus years, I attribute it to these three things, okay? And they're in no particular order, all right? But the first thing is setting goals, having goals all the time, and they always change. My goals when I was competing, was one, to win, to compete. Then the next goal was to win a state title, okay? And then the next one was winning a country, a nation, national title, Australian title. So they're, they're ever-changing. Your goals are ever-changing. And they have to be small and attainable, okay? So that when you achieve them, it helps you keep going, okay? That's what it needs to be. So setting, goal setting, that's number one, as well as the reasons, okay, why I'm doing it. Why, why do I want to achieve these goals? You need to establish that. That's going to help keep you going, keep you motivated. Otherwise, when the going gets tough, you're like, ah, oh, I'm not going to bother with this. When you're tempted to go and, and open up a bottle of beer or have a block of chocolate, there needs to be something in here, in your mind, that says, no, I, I'm not going to do this because of this. Because, of, because I don't want to get diabetes so I can live longer for my kids. I don't want to get a stroke like my father did. I don't want to keep having high blood pressure and panic attacks and anxiety because of my health. There needs to be strong things like that to keep you going, right? Number two, being consistent. Being consistent. I could do all that I'm doing for one month and then not do it for two months and it's not going to get me anywhere. Nowhere. Being consistent is what has helped me maintain my physique over 20 years. Yes, I'm going to have days and sometimes a week where I'm not that consistent. But over the whole 20 years, I've been 90% consistent. And so you need to be consistent. If you're even going to bother to commit to something and you know you're not going to be consistent, there's no need to bother at all. 
You need to keep going through it. Even if you don't see results straight away, you just need to keep pushing through. You need to keep pushing through until you see those results. The fact that you're not getting results should motivate you even more because you want it to, want it to happen. And that goes back to your goal setting and that goes back to the reasons why you want that to happen. Okay? And lastly, is doing it right. Following the right system. Okay? And sticking to it. Not going from one to the next to the other. Alright? Follow the right system. When I started training, like I said, I didn't have a system of, of what to eat. And as soon as I had a gym session, straight afterwards, I was feeling so lethargic. And this was when I was 18. I was lethargic. I had to lie down. I was wondering, why is this, why is this the case? And I, I didn't know what, that I had to eat afterwards. I didn't know I had, my body needed to recover with nutrition and hydration and all that. And so because I didn't have a proper system in place, that whole year of my training, my hard weight training was wasted. Not completely, but to an extent, because I hadn't had a system of what to eat, when to eat it, okay? And that sort of applies as well to weight loss and health. You need to have a proper system to follow. You can't just be whatever, a proven system, you know? And that's why the dads in my program, I give them a proven system that works. It's worked for all the dads, and I even guarantee it, it's going to work, all right? So guys, that's my story. That's my story um, of Six Pack Dad, how I've evolved, how I've become, and how I've been able to um, achieve the success with my physique over the years. If, if you've got any questions, guys, I'm here to answer them. So just type them away. It takes a bit of a, there's a bit of a delay with Facebook with the questions coming through. But I hope you enjoyed that. I hope I um, inspired you a little bit. And hope you realize that it can be done, guys. It can be done. All right. I, don't, I don't go to the gym every day. I only go to the gym three days a week. And most people are surprised by that. It's, it doesn't take that much effort. You just got to put your mind to it and be consistent. Now those questions have come through. I got a question that popped through, uh, I think it was yesterday, by one of our, one of our tribe members regarding um, nutrition. And he asks, Andrew, how much pasta is your limit? Eating small meals is not that easy. No, it's not that easy, Mike. Eating small meals is not easy. But you know what? You should only eat what you need to, not what you want to. That's a quote from Rocky, one of our tribe members, not the real, not the... Movie star Rocky. <laughs> you should only eat what you need, what your body needs. Um, so going back to the pasta, you should never eat carbs on its own. You should always eat it mixed with um, at least protein. I always say have protein with every meal. Okay, it's going to help you feel fuller for longer, fill you up a bit more, and most lean protein sources are low in calories. All right, and there's low chance of you putting on fat when you have protein. Um, so how much pasta is my limit? Um, well, it all depends on each person, I guess, but I normally recommend one fist size of, of carbs. So pasta is a carb, and so you would have one fist of the pasta, 
all right? And with a protein source and even vegetables as well. Because when you add protein and you add vegetables, it adds volume to your plate, all right? So that way you're eating more, you're eating longer, it's gonna help with satiety, so making you feel fuller, all right? Because if you just have a, a small bowl of pasta, mate, that's not gonna touch my sides without protein, all right? And you should know your limits. You should know your cues, so your hunger cues, your fullness cues. So what I mean by that is if you're, where you're eating, you know, you, your stomach has senses in it. It tells the brain, all right, now I'm starting to fill up. Once you get, as soon as you start to feel that, stop. You know, stop about 80%. And yes, you probably will feel hungry afterwards, but just wait 20 minutes. Normally when you wait 20 minutes, that hunger subsides, all right? And you should get to know your body more, how much you need to eat, and it should become a routine, should become a habit. All right? And also, your stomach shrinks um, as you start to eat less, and you get used to it. All right, I don't see any questions coming through, so that means it's time for Dad Joke of the Week. Cue corny music. I don't have any uh, music editing yet, sorry. (laughs) But the Dad Joke of the Week is... Why are elevator jokes so good? They work on so many levels. Ba-boom. All right. Oh, maybe I should start doing sound effects. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for those that are watching live. I really appreciate you listening to my story. Um, I'm doing it for you guys just to tell you about, a bit more about myself and hopefully help inspire you um, about my journey. And hopefully you can take on the action as well from what I've told you. But for now, have a great weekend. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. I'm not sure what topic I'm going to do yet, but make sure to look after yourself so that you can look after your family. Bye.